What do you get when you throw a pandemic into an advanced society? The birthing of a pointless podcast. We are the neighbors upstairs. Hello again, neighbors. It's the neighbor on the left, joined by the neighbor on the right. I'm once again excited to bring another brand new guest who I've actually known for a very long time. He goes by the name of The Rave. He's from a band called Spells and Curses. And The Rave is a recording artist who who releases music, I should say, with his band Spells and Curses. Together, they prove that despite our past trauma, surviving and making a better life is the ultimate revenge. Thus, they create music that acts as a spell to enhance the moment or a curse to damn it. Neighbors from around the world, I give you the rave. How's it going? It's good to be here. Hell yeah, man. I just wanted to throw the ball to you. How are you? What is it like making music? And, you know, you're in a band, so you're constantly speaking to your bandmates, I'm assuming. How how has the quarantine kind of affected you guys in creating music and communication altogether? That's a good question. It's weird. We haven't practiced. This is the longest stretch of time that the band hasn't practiced together. We haven't had a rehearsal. We haven't gone through songs together. We haven't, you know, worked on any new material. Because, like, usually we practice once a week. However, recently we started, uh, not recently, earlier this year, we were like, we probably should do it once every other week. Because the way the band works is, like, I, I write all the songs and then I bring it to the band and then we sort of like flesh out the parts and whatever and then I, I go I go to the studio and I record it and then if I need help on something that I can't do on the drums I'll ask Antonio our drummer or soup bass or bassist to come in and, and sort of like add their flavor so yeah we haven't really been able to do that because of obvious reasons and it's been weird because even though it's, it's really actually I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be real with you it was it's been so weird because back in the normal world when everything was all right I prayed for kind of not a moment like this but a moment just to myself where I could focus on on writing recording uninterrupted not have to worry about literally anything else I just have all the time in the world to just work on my art and recording and all that stuff now that it came now that it's here this moment in time it has so much like negative baggage to it that I can't even like get I don't know if it's inspired but like I can't get I couldn't for the longest time get motivated to uh, really sit down and and write a song uh, and record I mean I did I did like when this first thing started because we didn't I didn't really understand the extent of the quarantine and how it's going to affect me the band and the world at large but sort of um as we got like deeper and deeper into the lockdown it just started it just started like you know dragging on me I just I was I'm not even lying I was a lazy piece of crap I didn't do anything just watching YouTube videos and all that stuff thankfully I've kind of gotten out of that because the whole the whole black uh black lives matter movement happened which kind of um brought to light a lot of like the things that it brought to light a lot of things like privilege you know i mean like privilege is a real thing and like it just brought to light so many things that i took for granted and it's like you know i don't have to do music but i i get the privilege to do music yeah Um, and also the fact that you just said it yourself here is the pandemic and you felt like a lazy piece of shit like i did but it's like there, there are others that are not having the same experience. They can't afford to be lazy pieces of shit like you and I. They have to kind of hustle and do their thing. I totally get I felt that. Like, I felt like such a damn dweeb when I when that was kind of put into that perspective. And something that I, I always like tell people that they always kind of get weirded out by is when I tell them like, 
my anger is what drives me to create. I have to be angry at something or I have to be like a little pissed or have like a machine to rage against, if you will, to create. And during this pandemic, I kind of didn't because everybody was just sad. Everybody was sad and scared, which is not yeah. a good recipe to create anything. But then when the Black Lives Matter happened, that's already a lot. To, there's a lot there to be angry uh, with um, in terms of systematic oppression and all that. But then there's also when you kind of like look in the mirror and go like, oh, well, how am I, how, how am I not necessarily contributing to this, but how? is this a reflection of me and, and my actions and if you get introspective and look at yourself you kind of have a moment where you go oh, okay i do have a privilege here and the fact that i'm kind of like having the greatest first world problem is like you know kind of laughable in the, in the face of bigger issues that the world at large is facing it's a very interesting way of looking at it but i'm also looking at it from your perspective because i know when i just heard about you starting a band i remember just talking to you about it and i mean this is also on your website spells and curses started out as a therapy i know that to be mm. true yeah so is this kind of like you know if this black lives matter protest and movement was happening again during this time and there was no quarantine are you now inspired and angry and frustrated to write more music like what what is that process like is this fuel for the fire yeah yeah i mean the best way i could put it is yes it is fuel for the fire I'm writing again. That's like the most important thing for me is if you're a songwriter, you need to be writing. If you're a, a, a novel writer, uh, you have to be writing. That's kind of the job description. And when you don't do that, you sort of have this sort of identity crisis where you're like, oh, well, maybe I'm not really meant to be that. So I just didn't have anything to write about. Who can sing a song about the whole world being sad right now, you two included? Oh, by the way, and like my family and I, we all went through COVID, like myself included. I only had like headaches and body aches and a fever. But so I got it light. But to this day, I will tell you, I had it light, but it was the worst sickness I've ever gone through. So I, I don't wish it on anybody. It was not it was not pleasant at all. Is everyone in your family? Are they fine? Knock on wood, everybody's good. Everybody's recovered. Thank goodness. Again, another thing for me to be very, very grateful for. So like all this gratitude, you'd think at that time when it was happening, like around April, you'd think it would kind of like give me a lot to write about. It didn't. It just kind of made me, I don't know if I'd say I stopped. I didn't really stop and smell the roses as much as I just stopped for some reason. I just couldn't. I played guitar, but I couldn't write. And then seeing the Black Lives Matter movement pick up. It, yeah, exactly like you said, it was just fueled the fire. It gave me something to write about. And it's not necessarily stuff that I'm going to release down the line because you have to write like, hundred songs not even a hundred that's that's a bit weird but like five ten okay songs to get that one good one so i'm writing again the process is happening the wheel is churning and moving and it's giving me a way to sort of practice my craft essentially so that's that's good i wish i yeah. i wish i had that perspective when it comes to writing because i i write too i don't write music i write poetry short story i, I know yeah <laughs> my thing is just hey write a piece and just put it out there. <laughs> Whatever happens, happens. And a lot of the stuff I read is abstract. But again, very yeah. different from music. You can't just put out the most randomest thing in the world. It's got to have some sort of meaning to you, at least, or to the band. So I get that. It's like, okay, first of all, you're not writing. Okay. But now you have that fuel. But also, you want to make sure that your messaging comes across in a, in a genuine manner. You don't, you're not just trying to write just because. You're not trying to use the movement. You're trying to speak to the movement and be about the movement. So how does that work, right? That's a crazy process, I'm assuming. Yeah, I mean... See, like, for me, it's weird because whenever I find I write about something specific, whenever, particularly with lyrics, lyrics are, maybe it's just me, but it's tricky to write a song. For example, if I were to write like a love song about one specific girl I was in a relationship with, if I write that song only about what her and what happened, I've never had a song that I finished where it's again about just one particular thing, specific thing um, that was good. It just, it just sounded trite. It sounded 
I wasn't adding anything new to the like love redundant song. and repetitive. Yeah, not even redundant and repetitive. It just wasn't. It's been done. It's been done by people who did it way better than I could, mm-hmm. and it's not. It's not something that I'd release and be proud of because it's just not something I'd feel like comfortable even singing live. Because it would just be I'm trying to think of the best word to, that I could describe it. It's just. It's just not very good. I wouldn't say it's very good. But the whole purpose Too of exclusive, that is exclusive, maybe. Yeah, an exclusive perspective. That's probably it. Maybe that's it. That's that's kind of what I'm trying to talk about. Uh, is like it's not i'm not adding anything new to the narrative of love song through my songwriting and the same i think can it's just difficult for me to keep it on one specific thing with uh the black lives matter movement i have i've written songs about my my observations of what's happening in our country my experiences with systematic oppression and all those like things along those lines but i mean like because it's so narrow focused in terms of what the, the theme of the songs are they're they're not very great like i i don't know i mean there's some ideas i might take over to other songs or whatnot but i'm not really i don't really see myself doing like my best as an ally through well, your my music-, music for the black lives matter as much as i am kind of using i, I was actually it's funny that you asked because i was actually um I won't get into that. That's a good word. Well, I was going to say, I, I your music is very interesting, first of all, to begin with. Your music is very interesting. It's very different. Like, when I'm listening to your music, I get like it's a marriage. It's like a baby of like uh, Radiohead and Cigarettes After Sex. I don't know if you know oh. what that band is. Uh, uh, of course I do. Yeah, you <laughs> That's do. Awesome I don't hear that. And, I dig that. Yeah, I dig that. And you're not far. You're not far off. I mean, those are those are those are uh, bands I, I really do love. I knew you would. Just I that, knew you would. Right. You know, <laughs> you got it. You got it. And but how would you it, describe your that, music? Like that's the thing. How would you describe your music? You know, the sound of it to someone who's never listened to it before. I'm trying yeah. to do my best, but how would you describe it? Well, before that, let me just finish what I was going to say before. Which it, it just came to me right now, clear oh, up. Cool. What I wanted to say was that the way I'm 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 doing my best to sort of help the Black Lives Matter movement is sort of use what little platform I have to sort of get that message out there and keep it going like even a week or two after the fact that it's kind of been it's kind of happened some people are sort of you could see it's dying off about posting it but you know it's still an issue and it's there are still protests happening so i mean i think it's important to keep that conversation that topic relevant amongst anybody who really is aware of what i'm doing because it it it, fact it affects all of us systematic oppression it is only a matter of time before it affects somebody that looks like you. And then, then that becomes systematic. So I do try to, again, keep my platform to be something that can help the movement gain traction. But to answer your question now, shifting a little gears, how would I describe my band's music? You know, I get that a lot. And I, I it's tough. It's tough because I'm close to it. I'll tell you what I've heard um, other people describe it as that really kind of, that I dug. I heard one one girl told me like, oh yeah, your music is kind of like floating through space with a twist of lemon. And I'm like, okay, floating through space with a twist of lemon. I like that. Um, another person told me it's uh, below the belt rock and roll. But yeah, I mean, I definitely think you're 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 on you're on to something with the Radiohead cigarettes after sex vibe yeah. for sure. By the way, homie on the left, you were at my first show ever. I was. I remember that. That was an when awesome was show. this? This was this is a while ago. I, it was in Pete's Candy Store in Brooklyn. Yeah, it was, yeah. it's a small, cramped little space because we didn't know how many people we'd bring in. We and we we got it a, a, a nice size of people there for our first show. You said a pizza and candy store. Pete's, Pete's candy store. Candy store. Oh, yeah, Pete's, Pete's candy store, or maybe it's Pete's candy shop. It's Pete's candy store or shop. I'm, I think it's store though. And we had our first show there, and. <laughs> you were there i'm not gonna comment on the show 
Can you? I love this. This is I love really. Can show. you tell me what you remember from that show? I'm curious. Yeah, I rem- I just remember you guys were doing your thing, and I remember because again, I've known this this guy since kindergarten, right? Yes. For, for and and it's a little background. When I knew about him or as we were growing up i was like this guy's gonna be a doctor he's gonna be this guy's a genius i mean honestly i think everyone was probably saying that he's like the tallest kid in in our class most years and then i'm <laughs> i'm I'm, th- I'm saying i'm saying this guy's gonna be a doctor he's gonna be a lawyer something and then like years later we reconnect at qc and longer hair and he's a little bit more kind of like hey, you know i'm just you know music man i like the music you know this is what I, i'm like what the fuck? i'm so confused yeah. now but when I went to the first show, again, it was, it was such a, it was, it was weird. Cause I've known you, you know, this guy. And then all of a sudden yeah. you're this dude that's like shredding it. You're shredding yeah. the guitar and you were fucking killing it, bro. I just oh, remember being you. super impressed and proud. Like, that's my friend, right? There. I know that guy. That guy's awesome. So I loved I it. That. You guys had the, the, the stickers, which I have. I still have the, the stickers. Yeah. Out. <laughs> I mean, I still have them. My man. In here. But I, yeah. was, I was so excited for you. I really was because what I appreciate about people and really my friends, I root on. I root my friends on that go after it. You know what I mean? Go after yeah. that thing that makes them feel like they are doing the thing that they were supposed to. And they were brought right. on, for this, on this planet or this galaxy. Because with Elon Musk, I'm, I'm pretty much going to be saying galaxy soon. Dude. But like, yeah. it was just beautiful to see. It was beautiful to see. And I want to say, like, it's because of you that I started kind of going after more of the things that I wanted to do. Oh, get it out. No way. You guys are exactly what people need. People need to understand that there are so many different avenues. And I don't want to say of escape, but avenues of, of creation, right? Expression. Through, yeah. Through your frustration and problems or whatever you want to say, whatever you want to call it, mm. you were able to create this, this music, this fresh sound that no, no one's ever heard of. Dude, you're moving people. That's a thing. You're moving people. And you're always like sharing people's, you know, people's uh, Instagrams and everything and how they're reacting or they're using their music to kind of change their lives somehow. It's fucking awesome, bro. I appreciate you saying that. Thank you so much, my dude. I really do appreciate that. Absolutely, man. I put you on the same level as Elon Musk. I really do. Okay, wait a minute now. No, no, no. That's really sweet of you. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm saying it's, it's originality. It's, it's going after it, right? You, you never I, gave I up. That. You never gave up. It's the same. It's the same idea. You, you never, yeah. you kept it going, and you're still doing it. You've, you've seen from the start, kind of how difficult it's been, like the climb and all that stuff. So, I mean, I, I, coming from you again, somebody who's been there since literally day one. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate that very much. Thank you. Absolutely. So, like all your fans right now, they need to know, man. Like they need to know this guy right here. I mean, he's he's done it and he's still doing it. And much more respect you guys should give to him for keeping it going. And the music that he's going to create, I can almost guarantee will someday change the the earth. And you're already changing people's lives. And you don't probably yeah. know it, but you are. You change, you're changing you are, people's lives. You are gassing me up good here, bro. <laughs> you are. No, but you are though, man. You are. And I appreciate that. I don't know. Thank like, you. Righty and I, we were kind of talking about kind of like I don't know, shows and movies of, of, you know, back in the day, kind of like shifted our perspective or whatever. Like, oh shit, that's possible. And mm. I mean, Bill and Ted kind of comes to mind. Bill and Ted was so crazy. Keanu Reeves and I forgot the other dude's name, but then like Bill and Ted 3 is coming out, right? Yeah. And then it's like George Carlin's not going to be a part of that project. And George Carlin, mm. that was the voice, right? That was the guy. Have you seen the trailer, man? Like what? And I did. I did. I'm, I don't know. I mean, like, is it, was it a trailer? Or was it like a teaser? It was, I think it was a teaser. It. it was a teaser. It was yeah. a teaser. Yeah. I mean, they didn't give us much. So, I mean, I'm like, I'm, I'm open to it. How about you, Roddy? Did you watch it? No, but when did they start filming? They start filming. They? they start filming, I think, it, last year. Yeah. Pre-COVID for sure. Actually, for sure. Pre-COVID. 
<laughs> that was, of course, it was last year. Can't be this year, but I think it was like ten years they waited or whatever for like an like a good script. So the hype is so real at this point, right? <laughs> Bill and Ted Three has to be bodacious. Has to deliver. Has to be amazing. Has to be something that like we need to see. Yeah, it's got to be good. <laughs> got to be good, right? Like the, the hype is so real. And Keanu Reeves said he would he would not accept a script that is less than perfect. Or I think I'm paraphrasing that or I made that up. But that's how I have it in my mind at this point. It's got to be perfect. But what yeah. do you think? You think it's going to live up to its predecessors, the first and second? It's hard to say. I mean, nowadays, the way I see people consume media, music, movies, it's very like quick. So things that have a lasting impact, I feel, are things that demand your attention for longer than an hour. So I, I from, again, from what I've seen, it's been either major motion picture kind of like cinematic events like Avengers Endgame, something like that, that kind of moved the culture a little bit, or, or like a show like Game of Thrones or Stranger Things, things that like require a longer conversation that goes from comes from something that's longer than like two hours i'm happy you said longer conversation have you seen dark on netflix dark no wait what is this is it like a a comic show it's no no it's it's germany's very first show on netflix really and it's like what's it about wait first of all did you like stranger things i've never seen stranger good good you don't need to (laughs) i was about to say it's a it's a way better version of stranger things dark really Yes, Dark is a crazy show. It's a, it's one of my favorite shows. And the third season, I guess a plug for a show that doesn't need a plug. That show, the third and final season, is going to be coming out, I think, in like four days. But the show is crazy. I don't want to ruin it for you. It's, it's kind of sci-fi. It's, okay. it's very serious. It's, Let me write this down. Because if you're going to recommend something, I, I know it's usually good. So It's some good. It's some, it's some high-quality shit. And I know Wrighty hasn't seen it yet. Like, just listen to me, Wrighty. Just listen to me. You're going you're gonna to fall in love with me all over again is all I'm saying with this recommendation. <laughs> but it's, it's delicious. And I can almost – the rave, I can almost guarantee you, you watch it, you're going to come up with like 10 new songs. Really? Now you're talking my language. I'm being serious because it's 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 for sure moved me in a way where I'm like, fuck, like this is weird. I gotta yeah. Like introspection's a thing that you sure. appreciate. Mm-hmm. You will you will definitely appreciate it. And I actually wanted to ask you. You said something really interesting. You said people's attention span. First of all, it's fact. It's it's shorter than it has been in a long time. But you're in the music industry. When you come up with a song, right, and you and you release it, what are you? What, what's going on in your mind? Are you like, fuck? All right, I have their attention for like a good. Like, what is that? What is that conversation? Is it like two months? Is it a year? And then when do you need to? When do you have the need to like release another song to hold that attention? I'm really bad about that. I mean, to be honest with you, I could be a lot more um, disciplined. And and I, essentially, you should be releasing as often as you can. Scream at the hills about your song. So, for example. If you have, let's say you have 10 songs, 10 years ago, you'd probably, you'd probably release an album or an EP. And then you'd sort of like either start doing shows off that EP or album, or you hit up blogs or whatever, just to get the, the music out there. Nowadays, nobody really listens to albums. So then the question becomes, okay, well, what do you do to sort of keep the quote unquote buzz out there? So, I mean, for those 10 songs, those same 10 songs nowadays, you release them as 10 singles or maybe, maybe two different EPs, five Five songs here, another five songs here, spread out by a couple of months. And that just requires being disciplined enough, A, to finish the recordings, B, to have all like the press material together and then and then send it to the appropriate people and then just time it out so that you're always kind of in the news, so to speak. So for me, I honestly... 
I'm I'm really I'm the wrong person to ask about that. I'm I'm so terrible <laughs> because I, I have to wear so many hats that sometimes I kind of just go like screw it. I don't. I just want to. I just want to like write. It wouldn't be wrong to listen to me for advice for that. Are you at a point where I I don't even know. Again, I don't know. I just know that it's you and mm-hmm. your two other band members. Do you guys have like management? Do you have people that do that for you, or is that just kind of you and a bunch of hats? Yeah, it's pretty much just me and a bunch of hats. With, with management, I feel like that should happen when when it gets a little overbearing when there's a uh, too much going on that I can't control and we're just now I feel kind of starting to get to that point it's not to the point where I can't handle everything right now but it's getting close to there so so far it's just us but we'll see we'll see how it goes we'll see where it goes do you have well I know you said you're writing some stuff are you guys going to be releasing anything new anytime soon because I I know your fans are for sure thinking about it yeah I, I am we we have a song that we were supposed to release I think back in February believe it or not but then I, I listened back to it and, um, and I had this moment we were in the mixing phase for it which which is kind of like the second to last step before you release a song yeah. and I was listening to it I'm like oh, you know I could put this this part here and, and this thing here for the bridge and I was starting to get new ideas I'm like oh man that would make it a lot better and, and so I basically was like stop the presses I need to work on this I need to add some stuff to this song and I did and then now it's kind of a matter of just tweaking it but that very same song is probably going to be finished I'd say end of either this month and released probably either end of next month or sometime sometime in the fall again just because of the whole COVID nonsense there's a lot to sort of obviously take care of that took precedence a little bit over the music and but yeah I mean I'm definitely going to release something I'll put it to you this way I'm planning to release at least four songs before the end of the year all right so everyone listening there you go you know exactly what to expect and hopefully we get that because I know I'm excited yeah. about it and can I say I feel like during this episode we have discovered that maybe you have, you have a song and a, a song title and here are you ready for it space lemon space lemon yeah i mean hey you said someone someone described your sound as as space with a hint of floating through space with a twist of lemon yeah space lemon that'd probably be that'd probably be like a very zappa-esque instrumental track (laughs) for sure all right and you know what i hope it becomes a thing and i hope people come back to this episode (laughs) and understand where it came from they know it came from the neighbors on the left and I guess the neighbor on the right also contributed to that. Are any uh, studios open these days, by the way? Uh, no, no, no studios open. No rehearsal spaces open. I don't know because like we're in phase one of moving out of the lockdown. I don't know if they're opening up now. I don't know. I, I, I'm at a place where like I'm thinking about it. Actually, a good question. I'm at uh, a good segue rather. I'm thinking about what live shows would be like in a post-COVID world. I personally, until we get more information, don't feel comfortable having a live show. Not necessarily for me, but for like other people, if they get sick coming out to see me play music and support my music, I feel really bad about that. I feel, I don't want that on my conscience. That would be pretty messed up. So one of the things I started doing is I started, I literally set up a uh, station where I'm going to be doing like live stream shows now. So I mean like my, actually my first live stream show will be tonight on YouTube at 8 p.m. New York time. So 8 p.m. tonight, New York time. Oh, I don't know when this is going to go out, but you guys will know. Anyway. I'm going to be doing my first live stream, live stream kind of, not concert. It's more like a talk show variety hour with, with me, the rave. And it's going to be a good time. And we're pl- I'm planning on doing it at, uh, weekly, every Saturday, until something's figured out. Because right now, you know, everybody's saying, oh, get your antibody test for COVID and all that stuff. But like, I think it was the Surgeon General or maybe even the CDC that said, even if you get your antibodies, we don't really know what that means. We don't know what that means in terms of your uh, reinfection rates and how infectious you are and how it affects the viral shedding. Because this is like, this is a new virus. 
So they're just learning about it. So it's a weird time. It's a weird time for everybody. It, it is a weird yeah. time. But the fact that you're doing that, I think that's awesome for the fans. You'll... Yeah, it's going to be a good time. I have, a, I have a, the lights, the camera. I bought mics. I mean, we're, we're, we're looking to rock and roll here. I do think this is a pretty good place to stop. And I do want to thank you once more for being on our show. It means a lot to me, my, at least. Again, it's like It was my circle. pleasure. This was a lot. You know, time flies when you're having fun. And this was a blast. I hope you guys invite me over because I, I would love to continue speaking with you guys. Do you want to do, yeah. do you want to plug anything? You know, I know you're having I know you have the show tonight, but this episode is probably not going to come out in a couple of weeks. But sure, is there anything sure. you want to plug in the meantime, a website or you know, a song? that you In want the to meantime, play? I would say I would say we're I'm definitely looking to do the live streams weekly Saturdays, 8 p.m. New York time. So if anybody out there wants to hop in and, you know, chat, maybe request a song, maybe comment on on a guitar I'm playing at that, that How particular can they find moment. You? What's your what's your uh, goal? We're name? spells and curses everywhere on Instagram, Facebook. It's at spells and curses. Same for YouTube. It's youtube.com slash spells and curses. And uh, drop by Saturday, 8 p.m. in New York time and we'll have fun. I love it. So again, the rave, thank you so much for being on this episode with us. I know I had fun. Righty, again, I love you because you're an incredible human being. Thank you for being a part of this entire show. We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you too. And for everyone listening to us, again, if you like what we're doing, follow us. Check us out. I mean, go go and check out the older episodes. They need some love too. That's all I'm saying. Check us out. See what's out there for you. Maybe you'll learn some something pointless and useless that you could tell your friends about. But if it's pointless and useless, what's the point? It's useless. But guys, thank you so much. Have a great day and enjoy just surviving and, and thriving. Adios. Thank you.